0: There
1: he is. All right, let me turn my phone down because podcast, you can hear the echo in the beginning.
0: The man of the hour.
1: The man of the year.
0: Any new vinyls?
1: Nah, no new vinyls, unfortunately. Really? I did get a MF Doom limited edition um, holographic print, but I didn't get a, I want to get a frame. I just don't want to like hang it up. So it's still in its container.
0: I see. I see.
1: But next episode, I'll have a frame by then.
0: Did you watch have you been watching any of the Olympics?
1: Uh I actually have Slovenia and Spain on right now, even though this game I already played earlier today. Mm. With Luca and a bunch of scrubs versus my idol Mark and And uh Ricky Rubio and I don't know who the rest of these people are.
0: Slovenia's been balling.
1: Luca's been balling.
0: Luca's been balling to be exact. Yeah. But what's up, world? Welcome to another episode of that Mo Show. I am your host, as always, Hitch Montana with my co-host. Got me. Hey, we appreciate y'all tuning in with us today. Let's get the show rolling. As you guys already know, being that it is the time of the year where music comes out, Friday night, new music was released. To name a few, we have Isaiah Rashad who finally released his album entitled The House Is Burning. Uh, Billie Eilish also released her album Happier than ever, another pop smoke has been released. Another pop smoke, a deluxe edition from the one that came out two weeks ago, Faith. Prince magically has released another album too. Welcome to America. And several others have released throughout the week. Let's start it off like this. The house is burning. Highly anticipated Isaiah Rashad album, due to the fact that Isaiah Rashad has not released an album in a few years. What, 2016, I believe, right around. Yeah, the I same- think
1: that's. I think that's what we said on the show. Yeah, right
0: around up. the same time, uh, Damn came out was the last time that Isaiah Rashad released the album. Cad, how you feel about the album? Like it? Love it? Hate it?
1: Mm, I don't hate it. I don't love it. Well, I don't know. I guess I do love it. But it's not like, you know, album of the year, or anything like that, but it's still pretty good. Isaiah Rashard has like a very unique sound, I would say, kind of like when Travis Scott was out, not saying that their sounds are the same, but like when Travis was out and his sound was very unique to everybody else in the game. So it's either like, for me personally, Isaiah Rashard had to grow on me when our, like when Sylvia Demo and stuff had come out. Um, He just like fits these pockets that don't mesh with like mainstream rap. So a lot of people don't like him because of that. Um, But with this album, you can definitely see like the growth in him as an artist. Um, I don't know if this was like an album that was done, you know, two years ago and they just got around to releasing it or if this is something where we can see like in the five year gap between this album and the last album where he's just been working on his craft and the growth from there. But it's, it's a pretty solid album. Um, if you're an Isaiah Rashard fan, you're going to love it. Um, if you're not an Isaiah Rashard fan, this might be one that puts you in there. Like it may be one that makes you a fan, but yeah, he definitely like I said, he had to grow on me. So if you listen through it one time, you don't like it, give it a second, listen and see, you know, if your opinions change from there. Um, but overall, it's solid. Production's good on it. The features are good on it. The bars are good on it. Um, I do wish the Schoolboy Q song was on it. Um, it's called Running. It actually came, uh, TDE released it the day before the album dropped. Uh, I guess it didn't make it on there. I think originally on Twitter, I saw that it was on there, but they released it as a single. Um, I think that song would have took the album up a little bit because um, just how good of a song that was. But all in all, it's solid. I give it an 8 out of 10.
0: Now, I'll go ahead and agree with you on this part. It it does seem like he has matured quite a bit when it comes to his sound, his music. I kind of miss the days where the A's were triangles for him. And he played with sound a lot because that's what he used to do. He used to experiment with sound quite a bit, uh, which I believe is one of the reasons why he was such a – A standout young rookie coming into his own with TDE. Nonetheless, this is a very good album. Now, some people have gone ahead to say that um, it is album of the year, and I humbly will have to decline on that. It is far from album of the year, in my opinion. However, it is a very good album. From the Garden is one of my one of my favorite uh, tracks on the album with Lil Uzi Vert, but I may be a little biased on that one, simply because I like Lil Uzi Vert. The other song that I would say is really good is True Story with uh, Jay Worthy and Jay Rock. And probably the reason why is because I like the beat. The beat is really nice and really mellow. Uh, It fits right along with it, with his new style, I guess you could say. The score with Scissor and Black is actually pretty decent, too. It's not too bad. Uh, Production-wise, I would say this is a really good album, production-wise. Beats are solid. Uh, Can't go wrong with the sampling that's done with it. I don't know who produced the track, but it's pretty decent. Bars-wise, I mean, they're like average bars to me. I guess... Yeah,
1: but Isaiah's not like...
0: Yeah, he's not a deep guy. He's not a lyrical guy. He's going to give you just good. He's just going to give you bar. I'm disappointed that he doesn't have like heavy roster hitting TDE artists on there, though. Like you said, the Schoolboy Schoolboy Cube track on there isn't isn't on there. I would hope that there would be an Ab Soul verse on there. Obviously, everybody would hope that there would be a Kendrick verse on there. He even hinted at there being a Kendrick verse on there about a month or so ago, and that didn't show up. So a little disappointed in that.
1: Yeah, he said there was going to be a, a Kendrick and a Scissor feature. Yeah, we we didn't get the scissor.
0: You did get the scissor, but we don't get the Kendrick. I kind of wish that there was a little bit more J-Rock too. Just a little bit more J-Rock. I don't know. I mean, nonetheless, he did his thing. I, I, I would say that. Eight out of 10... Nah, I'd give it a 7 out of 10, though. Now, another person who did go ahead and release music, someone who said that they were retiring from the game, they were not coming back. Mr. Logic himself, Bobby Tarantino 3, has released. I'll go ahead and start this one off and say that, you know what? It's a very good album. Very good album. Compared to what Logic has done in the recent past meaning like in the last 3 or 4 years this is probably one of his best and that's in out of that time span the reason why is because he's not talking about himself this time he's no longer whining about his his musical abilities and how everyone else seems to overlook him he's actually just rapping and just giving you guys quality sound and quality bars and i have to say that for once i thoroughly liked it Favorite uh favorite song on the on the album is God Might Judge. That that one is hands down great because of the the Tony 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 sample on there. Uh, all in all, man, even the production. I mean, the production all in all is great. The bars all in all is great. Like I said, I, one thing I don't one thing I dislike about Logic, and I've said it many times, and I've said it on the show before is that Logic tends to whine about what he does and how no one else appreciates what he does. And finally, we get an album where he doesn't whine at all about what he does and he just raps. He even said it's fun. Good thing is that he also said that this will be, no, he's got one album based on what he said on the album. He's got one album that he's gonna release after this to get him out of his Def Jam contract. He didn't say he's retiring, but he did say he's leaving Def Jam. I give this, honestly, a 10 out of 10. This is is solid for me. I like it. I like it all the way through. I listened to it twice already now, today. So I got to go ahead and say, and it's hard for me to give Logic a 10, but this one is a 10.
1: All right. So I I agree on some of the stuff you said. Um, Production-wise, it is really, really good, but I feel like all the Logic's, projects are really good production wise either no id doing the last one which is the one i like the most out of all the logic projects um or even when logic makes the beats himself he's actually very good at making his own beats i would say he may be the best rapper beat maker that's not like making beats for other people i put it in there because there's some There's some producers that are rappers, too. Um, But, I mean, like Kanye and J. Cole. But I would say for just, like, if he only doing them for himself, he's probably the best one at it, in my opinion. Uh, Never mind, I just said Kanye. He's second to Kanye at it. Um, Bars, it's just another Logic Project to me. Um, Yeah, he's not complaining so much about being, like, mixed and stuff like that and being overshadowed, but it's still just bars with no substance, really. Um, which is cool. Like, if you can rap, you can rap. And it's just, like, to me, to for you to go up a level, you have to have substance in the bars. It's like, okay, this guy's just, the levels are like, okay, this guy's just mumbling through a song. Okay, this guy's just mumbling through a song, but he's like keeping a melody. Then you have Y and J that just fits in there somewhere. And then he goes up to the top. Uh, he's in there somewhere. But then, then you get like the guys with bars and they're kind of like the upper rational. I'd say they're above average, especially with the way the game's going now. They're way above average. The guys with bars. And then to get to that next level, you have to have bars with substance. You know, even Drake has bars with substance. Kendrick, J Cole, Kanye, Jay-Z, jay z the list goes on. When we talk about greats, so... I would say it's not bad. I'd probably give it maybe a 7 out wow. of 10. Wow. Yeah, it's it's only because the 10s out of 10s that I have, I have IDKs and Lex Liotis, and it's like, they have to be that level to me. And Logic's not as... His album's not as good as IDKs. I don't think his album is as good as... Uh, Isaiah Richard's album but I don't I do think he had probably had like the second best hip hop album that came out this weekend but it's not a bad listen if you're a Logic fan you're gonna love it I'm not the biggest Logic fan um, but I did like the last album but it's not gonna have that effect on if you're not a Logic fan but if you like you know good sound of beats and bars go ahead listen to it like I give it a stamp of approval to listen to it
0: All right, well, Dave East and Harry Fraud also released some music this week, titled Hoffa. Now, for those who don't know who Dave East is, he is a New York rapper. Many people have compared him to the likes of Nas. But let me start it off, I mean, let let, 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 Cad kick it off. What do you rate it? How do you feel about it?
1: Yeah, the Nas comparisons, Nah, Davies is not Nas. Awesome. No, so, <laughs> people have
0: said people have said he 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 emulates Nas because of his storytelling ability. Oh, okay,
1: lyrical. okay. You know who he kind of reminds me of? I don't know if it's just because there's two light skinned dudes that kind of look alike. Is uh, he really reminds me of Joyner Lucas, where yeah, he does. Yeah, he because because Joyner Lucas can tell stories too, and I think Joyner Lucas, even though this isn't a Joiner Lucas topic, I think he might be. If not the best, definitely like a top three storytelling rapper. And Dave East is very good at telling stories also. Um, But we'll kick it off. Harry Fraud. If y'all know who Harry Fraud is, he's uh, definitely one of the greatest New Age. I'd say he's a New Age hip hop producer. Like MySpace era, right after MySpace era producer that there is. So if you want to know Harry Fraud work, listen to some currency projects. There's a lot of Harry Fraud on there. Some like not super old Wiz Khalifa projects, but like after Cushion Orange Juice Wiz Khalifa projects, Harry Fraud's on there. Like all the, what is the French Montana ones, Mac and Cheese or whatever? Yeah. All those projects is Harry Fraud. So, um, yeah, he's extremely good at production. So the production's top notch. Yeah, I think he had like three projects last year. Oh, no, he has a project with Benny the Butcher that came out this year too. And he dropped like four projects with Currency, Benny the Butcher, and a couple others last year as well. So, productions, a 10 out of 10. Uh, Dave East himself, again, I'm not the biggest Dave East fan. Um, And I don't think this album will push people into becoming a fan. It's not like if you're on the fringe that this one's going to be the one that makes you want to listen to more Dave East music. Um, If you're a Davies fan, you're going to like it. If you're a Harry Fraud fan or just a fan of production in general, you're going to like it. Um, I do think this one, even though it's different, is almost to the level of Logic's album was. Um, So I'll give this one a 7 out of 10. But it's uh, another good piece of music that dropped this weekend.
0: I will go ahead and say this about the Dave East, Harry Fraud album. It's okay. It's not great, but it's definitely not trash. Listen to it in your spare time. Uh, listen to it when you're like just chilling, maybe on a smoke break or something like that is when you're popping this album or press play on this album because we don't pop an album no more. That was silly. But <laughs> when you press play on this album, this will be a good one for you to just sit back and listen to. Um one thing i will say about about dave east is that if you haven't heard of him it's a good idea to listen to him just to get familiar with who he is but i highly doubt that you'll become a fan of him the reason why is because he doesn't make anything really memorable he makes music that is good to listen to but not great and it's not timeless. There's no classics. I don't know a single song from, from Dave East to go ahead and say that this was one you should listen to. This is one that I know the, all the words to. It's he's just a good rapper, to be honest. Like, like, like Cab was saying about logic, is is just a he's just a really he's just a good rapper. He's a good storyteller. He can put bars together, make it make sense. And have a flow to it where you can actually follow along with it, not talking about one thing and then jump into another topic and something else. He actually keeps uh, keeps it going. Go Off is honestly, I, oddly enough, one of my favorite tracks on there, and it has G Herbo on it. And I am I am not a fan of G Herbo for the fact that G Herbo does not know how to stay on flow. He can never stay to a beat, but yet this song in particular I kind of like. Uh, oh yeah,
1: Hold on. sorry to cut you off. I did want to say that on this one when we were talking about it in the beginning, it just slipped my mind when I was talking. Uh, like we talked about Isaiah Rashard, and we wanted the the stronger TDE um,
0: lineup features.
1: Yeah. yeah. So this one, there's actually Harry Fraud features, regular Harry Fraud features, because Benny the Butcher's on this album, I believe. Yep, Benny And the Currency is on this um, album.
0: French is yeah, Currency and, and
1: French is on it. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep, that is true. Um, I would give this more a six out of ten than a seven out of ten. Uh, I give it a six out of ten simply because, again, it's not a memorable album. Like, there's more memorable tracks on Bobby Tarantino 3 than there are on this one. There's more memorable tracks on The House is Burning than there is on this one. So, for sure giving it a six out of 10. It's really, and I, honestly, if it wasn't Harry Fraud, if it wasn't due to Harry Fraud producing the whole album, I'd probably give it more like a four or a five out of 10. Just, okay. because, just because Dave East is just, he's good at storytelling, but he's not, he's not going to give you a banger. He's not going to give you anything that you need to go ahead and sit back and listen to and be like, oh man, what did he say? Let me replay that. Nothing like that. He just gives you good storytelling vibes, good sit back and chill vibes. Like I said, if you're taking a smoke break, You'll press play on Dave. You should press play on Dave East. He'll, he'll he'll mellow you out. He'll chill you out. But he's not gonna give you any more than that. Now, Tusi, double XL's freshman uh, for twenty twenty one.
1: Our man Tusi.
0: Yes, has released. Thank you for believing the manifestation. Now I'll go ahead and start this one off. I hate it. I hate it. It is trash. What's it? How you say it? How you say it?
1: Oh, Basura. Basura.
0: It's all of the above. This is the reason why. He does not sound unique at all. He does not sound like you should want to play him again. He doesn't sound like anybody who, he doesn't sound any different from what you're going to hear on the radio. He's, he, has a slight, he has a slightly higher tone in his pitch than Polo G, but he sounds exactly like Polo G. If him and Polo G were to, be, were to do a track together, you would only know the difference because of how his tone of voice is, but not because of how they flow. They both flow the same way. Toosie sounds like every rapper that is out right now on a TikTok song. Wholeheartedly, he doesn't sound any better than any of them, and he has some really good features on here. He's got Lotto on here. He's got the baby on here. He's got Fabio on here. He's got. I like Key Glock. He's got Key Glock on here. I like Ratchet music from time to time, and Key Glock and Key uh, Glock
1: did his thing on that track too.
0: Key Glock and Young Dolph always seem to get me right when when I'm heading to the club or something, but. Speaking of, uh, they released the album Friday too, but we're not going to review that one. However, Two Seat just doesn't do it for me. There is not a track on here that I could stand to listen to for more than a minute. There's not a track on here that I could recommend for you to listen to. In my opinion, again, this is a this is a total waste of time beats are great let me put it like that let me say that first off beats are across the board they're they're fire i mean you play you can play them and at, at pretty much in any setting you know it'll, it'll it'll be fine but he does not leave anything impressionable for me so i'm gonna give this a three out of ten. ten oh yeah oh yeah it wasn't it wasn't magical it wasn't like again it's he has no substance. There's nothing that sticks for me. And, and with today's rappers, especially the ones that get featured on double XL cover, I kind of I'm a little bit more critical of because you you're that much more popular because you've been featured on double XL's covers. So I'm a good, like, I said, three out of 10. It's not it's I don't see the hype in him.
1: All right. So let me start where I give him pluses. This is actually like a two CD album. Because when I was looking at it, it went one, I think, to 14, and then it started back over at one, and there was more songs. And I was like, okay, he gets a plus plus, a plus one for me for that. Because a lot of music now is like 12 songs, 30 minutes. That's the albums. So this, I think, it has, I think, four videos on it, too. But it was like an hour and 20 minutes, all in all, from start to finish. If you take out the videos, it's probably like an hour, five, or ten minutes. Right? So... He gets a plus for that, for actually releasing a good amount of music for me. Two CDs. Like I said, I think it's 24 tracks or 23 tracks. Um, so he gets a plus for me for that. The second CD of this album is actually really good. Because the first CD after that was done, I'm like, oh, this is just really generic hip-hop. But the second CD starts, and it's a little different. It's, it's not as much trap. It's still you know 98% trap but it's not as much or it's not as like in your face trap the beats are a little different I like the 90s early two-thousand soul samples I think that's a cool thing that's being added to the game right now um there's a couple of those on the second album or the second cd on the album um Now to what Hitch was saying. Yes, this album definitely sounds like a lot of different artists sound like. And I think, I don't know what the track list was. I was um, cleaning the house with it on, which this is a perfect album for that, for cleaning the house. But there's, he has a feature on one of the songs and it sounds exactly like him. And I didn't know who was rapping in my ears because they're one of them sounded slightly different than the other one and i was like i don't know which one 2C is so um yeah that's something you can run into um my ranking on it i'll give them a five out of ten because i don't think it's bad i just think it sounds like everybody else it's just like another rapper rapping on trap beats with his melodicness and uh you could probably grab like maybe three or four other rappers that are big right now and put all the songs together in a playlist and it would kind of be hard to tell the difference between who's who if you're unless you're like an actual fan of them okay i don't think it's trash though it's just sounds like everything else
0: i think it's trash and that's the reason why i think it's trash because it sounds like everything else if it sounds like everything else why keep the leftovers?
1: well why in, well yeah. i'm just gonna bring it back to y and j y and j i gave it a j, two baby. out of ten i gave j it a t- i gave it a two out of ten music wise but i gave it an eight out of ten because it did what it was set out to do and this album does what it set out to do it set out to be a bunch of trap music a bunch of melodic tones play it in the club that's what it is
0: but look, if we if we want to listen to somebody who's gonna just be in the middle of the pack, then just turn on the radio. If that's what he, he probably does, is
1: on the radio. But He's I'm saying, if that's
0: all we're gonna get from you is somebody who's the middle of a pack type of rapper, we don't need you. Like this is this is this is how you get thrown away by a label. This is how you only last for one year. You come out with an album, no one knows what you sound like because they can't differentiate you from another artist that plays all over the radio that just released a TikTok song that's all over the the social media platforms, you get thrown away shortly after. This is why again, this is why I'm so critical on it because you're not doing anything special. Like you're not, you don't have no sound to you. No sound to you. I get it. Everybody's using auto-tune nowadays, but there are there are particular sounds that stand out. For an artist, either they have a catchphrase, either their their bars are up to par, either they have a certain producer giving them a certain style of beat. There's there's a lot of different things, but this one in particular, Tusi sounds exactly like everybody else down to the T. Down to he the
1: is he is better than that dude that just had that song with Drake. But we weren't on last week that song with Drake that came out. He is better than that guy.
0: Oh yeah, smiles. Yeah yeah yeah. The the, yeah.
1: uh, the song is called Smiles. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know what that guy's name is, but I don't know how he got a Drake feature.
0: Hey, Drake just be sliding in people's DMs and be like, "Let me make you famous for five minutes." That's it. Drake just be like, "That's it." Well, he he
1: jumps on waves early, but this isn't a wave. That's not a wave.
0: Yeah. Because that
1: guy sounds like everybody else, and the beat sounds like all the other beats right now.
0: Drake just be like, let me get just Drake be in people's DMs for no reason. Like he just be in there. Like you got a song? Oh, let me get on it real quick.
1: You maybe that up, kid's maybe he's famous songs. somewhere else.
0: I don't know. Is there anything else you listened to this weekend?
1: Uh, is there anything else I to this weekend? Oh yeah, shout out to the homie Sue Lee. She has a new song. I didn't listen to Billie Lash I didn't get a chance. I've just been listening to Sue Lee's catalog. And uh, Sue Lee is S U space L E E. She's pretty dope. She does, uh, I guess you would call it pop. Just pop music. It's pretty cool. She has a a cocoa butter kisses uh cover. I probably listened to it like twenty times in the last two days. It's pretty good.
0: If y'all haven't listened to Silk Sonic's Skate,
1: oh yeah, I forgot about Skate. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely listen to that. That's a I ten mean, out of ten.
0: Hey, listen, Silk. Whenever Silk Sonic releases their album, hopefully before the summer is over. It is going to be a banger. All
1: yo, they hey, this should be another Outcast story where those two only do music together for the rest of their careers. That
0: would be.
1: That's literally Shaq and Kobe.
0: Bruno Mars and Anderson Paak, that would be amazing.
1: That's literally Shaq and Kobe. Every time they get on the track, and they make it sound like seventies Motown music with modern day everything. And it, it's just insane.
0: It's, it's, it's soulful. It's, it is the perfect formula to what everybody wants. Yes. If you want a pop song, you want to listen to skate. If you want a soulful song, you want to listen to skate. If you want a romantic song, you listen to skate. It, what Silk Sonic is doing right now with music is unmatched, honestly. Is unmatched. It's taking Bruno Mars, who I gotta say is probably one of the goats right now at cultivating everyone's talent and bringing it into one. Uh, because every of your every last one of your favorite artists ever in time has Bruno Mars has taken him bits and pieces from and made it his own. Then you have Anderson Paak, who create who has created a very unique sound for himself. He has a very unique sound, anyways, with his voice but most of his music also includes him playing the drums. So then you have his natural instruments going along with Bruno Mars' Soulful Sound. You have Anderson .Paak's Soulful Sound as well. Then you mix the two together. You have this uniqueness. You have the formula for pop. You have soul all the way through, and you just have perfection.
1: If yeah, who's the later
0: on? I don't blame you.
1: Is the band Anderson Paak's band because they have they have line the drums. Are, I don't.
0: Um, they are the guys that work with Bruno. Whenever Bruno does his live shows, those are his uh-huh.
1: guys. Yeah, okay, because I, I don't. I think
0: all of them are part of Silk Sonic.
1: Okay, I don't think the drums are live, but I think all the other instruments are live because I think in skate, in the beginning, it's like an eight oh eight. So I don't, and if y'all didn't know, 808s, they're all digital drums. They weren't on drums or anything like that, like your snares and kicks and all that. So I don't think the drums are live, at least in some parts of the song. Now, Anderson might play different parts of the song because these songs aren't like a typical modern song where it's like verse, hook, verse, hook. They change the whole thing up all the way through. It's, It's almost, it sounds like they record it, like Marvin Gaye and them used to record, where it's like one, two, three, everybody start playing. And then we'll record that way. It's, they're amazing, man. They're, yeah. They made a sound that I never thought would come back or ever be replicated.
0: They, they've made soulful music or soul music sound really modern. It doesn't sound old fashioned, doesn't sound outdated. It sounds like something that you want you wanna cruise to, groove to, make love to, everything everything again it's it's the formula it's it's a perfect formula and it goes. it fits well almost in any genre with the exception of rap um uh, because of the fact that i don't know bruno just has happens to be really good at putting together a good sound and then you throw anderson pack in there and it just makes it even better now yeah,
1: and i the- think i think for anderson pack too though it's like We all knew he was talented, but he was never really, like, I would say, on the biggest songs. Like, you know, he may have a song here or there that, you know, catches some momentum, and he's big. But you see a lot of Anderson Pack, you know, he's with Schoolboy Q. We see Schoolboy Q features. He has the Ninth Wonder produced on his tracks. He has songs with Rhapsody. He has a song with Flying Lotus, which is his most recent song outside of Silk Sonic. So it's like he's not with, like, these huge names. Um, Well, huge in the sense of mainstream names. And then you have Bruno Mars, who anything he touches is gold. 24-karat gold, to be exact. But anything he touches is gold. So now it's kind of like, yeah, we we have the guy that's going to be great no matter what, and then let's add this guy that's already talented to it and more people can be exposed to how talented he is. And it's, like I said, Shaq and Kobe, man. Bruno can be Shaq. Anderson Pot can be Kobe. I think they're the same height. They're both not very tall. But we can say it's Shaq and Kobe.
0: Yeah, I agree. Now, for all my R&B people, I did not forget about you. Uh, I also heard Tink's new album, Heat of the Moment. And it's good. It's a short album, 45 minutes long. But you got 14 tracks. You got young blue right now who's hot and you got kodak black on here you also have jeremiah and devito i like it i don't listen to much tink on a day-to-day basis but when she does come across i do tend to play her music i do feel like she's very underrated but i also feel like a lot of dark skin RB artists female r and artists are very underrated but we won't get into that discussion at this point in time However, once again, I do gotta say that this is a quality album that I would re- I would highly encourage people to R and B fans to take a listen to. Very nice, very smooth, very uh, romantic. And a lot of and a lot of her music, it's not overly sexualized, so you could play it around the kids and don't have to feel too ashamed about it. But yeah, good album. Now, let's get into some uh, juicy topics. So Lil Nas X has come out with Industry Baby to follow up his Montero, call me by your name. And the internet is going crazy, crazy, crazy. So crazy that this is gonna carry on to our next topic. But the internet is going crazy as a result to Industry Baby featuring Jack Harlow. But it's not necessarily the song as it is the music video. Kat, start me off and tell me, how do you feel about Lil Nas X currently?
1: All right. So let's take it back. Uh, Maybe like a month ago, a couple of episodes ago, when uh, Montero came out. And we know the controversy, Montero stormed up. Uh, We actually had a discussion about it on here about where does Little Nas X go? Whenever his fan base is children, he comes out with this. Does he transition to, I guess, adults, right? Um, There's something that happened, though, after Montero that a lot of people didn't, I don't think they saw. Even looking at, I think the video only had like 5 million views on YouTube on Lil Nas X's YouTube. He actually released another song after Montero, before Industry Baby. It's called, I think it's called Sun Goes Down, which, if Montero was going to get kicked off the radio, I feel like Sun Goes Down was a strategic move by Nas X's label, whomever, because that song is absolutely fire. And that's, to me, that's probably Lil Nas X's best song. It just doesn't have a lot of traction. I don't know why. But, I say that to say this, then we get an industry baby. He actually transitioned way better than I thought he was gonna transition. I thought he was crashing and burned with Montero, honestly. And it was gonna take a lot for him to uh, turn it all around. Then sun goes down, he releases. Um, In the video, it's about him, the song's about him loving himself. And, but it's like a slower, it's like a slower song. The video is real emotional where he like finds himself at the end of the video um like i said it's about him being comfortable with himself which kind of ties into all the stuff he was getting from montero it just that song just wasn't as in your face it's just like i said it's a slower song surprise i don't hear it on the radio surprise that's not a billboard number one i don't know what happened there but let's get to industry baby industry baby is actually a dope song for what it is, that song is going to keep being played for months, maybe even a whole year. That will get airplay out of that song. And he just don't miss, man. I don't know what it is with his formula song wise. <laughs> song wise, he does. He's Bruno Mars, he's just and represents a different community, but he's Bruno Mars. He don't miss, man. Now, on to the video. Well, we saw Montero and uh. So we already knew he was capable of, uh, shaking the snow globe per se amongst other things that are are shaking. Um, but Hey man, he did his job with it. Right. I think it's, uh, and the funny part was whenever they tried to, uh, backlash Jack Harlow and Jack Harlow was like, Hey man, if they asked me to be in the shower scene, I would have been in it. And then, uh, Lil Nas X was like, hey, hey, can we refilm the shower scene? It's funny, man. Jack Harlow is a funny dude. So is Lil Nas X. They're funny. Both of them are funny to watch like on Twitter and stuff. But, I mean, he got the people going. He got the people going. This is going to tie into the next one. He got the people going with controversy, but with good music backing it up. And, um, hey, man. Lil Nas X is a trip, but he don't miss. And I, I low key i'm like all right well what else can we do for the next video because this one i would say goes a little over the top of montero so what's the next video gonna be (laughs) where are we going from here
0: i'm gonna go ahead and say this so there's two things that have stuck out to me about industry baby number one it's exactly what I said he was gonna have. He was gonna have to do when Montero came out, which was he's gonna have to choose a side.
1: Oh, he, he definitely chose a side.
0: He definitely chose a side. You know <laughs> that was that was the argument. That was the, that was the statement I made last time when, when Montero came out. That because of how explicit that video was and how much controversy it caused. He would have had to choose a side whether to continue to make the music that was okay for your children to watch, or give give him, give you <laughs> a little Nas nice X.
1: A full transition out of yeah. that space. Cause um cause Sun Goes Down is actually, I would say, for teens. You know what I mean? Like growing up with like adolescence and stuff like that, you know, finding yourself being comfortable with yourself. Is that song so it's probably a good thing that song didn't stick because when this song came out and this video came out it it wasn't gonna work it wasn't gonna work
0: now here's the other part to this that stuck out to me okay you made you made a statement off the show some time ago when old town road came out and you called him a plant now I'm starting to oh, believe.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm starting to believe that he really might be. Because, like you said, he don't miss. No. And he don't miss to the point where it's not like, oh man, he's off a couple of degrees. He's dead center. He's bullseye. Every single song that that gets in your ears that comes into your direction. It, it's it's like a seismic wave. When, it, when he puts his stuff out, because it doesn't matter what genre of music you listen to. It doesn't matter where you get your news from. What he does gets to you, no matter what. No matter what, it gets to you. You could not be a fan. You could be a fan. You could never listen to his music a day in your life. It will get to you. You'll hear it on the radio. You'll hear it on TikTok. You'll hear it on social media. You'll hear it on podcasts. You'll hear it. You'll read it in news articles. You will feel the magnitude of Lil Nas X, hands down. There's no way that you're going to miss his presence. And a person of that magnitude, you cannot create that that naturally. You cannot create that formula naturally. That That is totally industry. And I, it's, I don't normally call people plants, but this is one guy who I will definitely call a plant because his music is even good. His music is good. Like you, it doesn't matter if you don't like him. His music is still good. His music is still catchy. His music will still play on the radio and hit top one hundred easily.
1: Oh, easy. easily,
0: easily, easy. I wouldn't. I'll go as far as to say top forties, and that's where you want to be. You want to be top forties. Uh,
1: I'll go up and say top five.
0: I don't I wouldn't say top five, but if you're listening to pop stations, you definitely want to be on top 20s. If you're listening to the pop slash rap or plat slash hip hop, you want to be top 40s. Social, I mean streaming platforms, you want to be on top 100s. That's how it goes. But he will definitely be on some on, on Billboard's top 40s list. I, I I want to say he'd be on the, the pop top 20s list because it's not a bad song once again and i don't even and you know what 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 makes it even what makes it even crazier is that jack harlow's verse isn't even memorable enough to say that it's good with jack it makes it good because it has jack harlow on it if you eliminate jack harlow it's still a catchy song
1: yeah you could i could say jack harlow might even make the song a little worse
0: Jack Harlow doesn't do anything for that song. No. He adds no value to that song whatsoever. That song is fine where it is. You take him out of it, it's it's still great. The only reason you add he added Jack Harlow in it was just to ensure that you listen to it. It was it, that's it. It was like insurance. It's like the additives that that you get when you when you order something like a combo. Do you want a large? Or me and this and you just go for a large because the extra 50 cent. That's that that's what Jack Hollow was, the extra fifty cent. It was it was not necessary whatsoever. But we're not here for the for the song because we all know the song was good. We're here for the yeah,
1: video. And then let me say one more thing. Can can we say that he is like uh because when he stirs controversy, it's not on hate speech, but that will allude to the next topic. But can we say he is kind of like uh like madonna in a way oh where madonna was sparking controversy controversy. yeah like it's i mean it's different but we have more access nowadays you know what i mean we have more access to to artists nowadays than when she was around but could we say that it's it's just like that he's just kind of mimicking that formula or even like with little kim's controversy whenever she was around you know with her subject matter and things like that where that stuff really wasn't like out there what she was doing how she was dressed and things like that I want to say it's shock value because I would put shock value with like younger Eminem with stuff that he was doing like ICP stuff that they're doing he's not doing that he's still making dope music I think he is the next pop star and I'm not entirely sure like why he's not already there maybe it's just you know Maybe it's that, but yeah, there's no reason why we can't say he's the next pop star because what songs that he's come out with old town road, broke records. Uh, Panini did its thing. Rodeo with Cardi B did its thing. Montero for the most part did its thing. Um, Sun goes down. Whenever that song makes it out, that song's going to do numbers. This song is going to do stupid numbers, not old town road numbers. Cause that was literally unheard of, but this is going to do numbers. Like, are we seeing the only run I've seen like this recently that I can remember is Takashi 6'9, where he had like eight number ones in a row. And but he wasn't for everybody. This is for everybody.
0: And here's the good, here's the interesting thing about the, the comparison between the two. Takashi's controversy came from his own doing. He 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 man-made his controversy. Everything that went down, it was because he started it. All the trolling, all the gang music, everything else him going back and forth with artists was all because he wanted to create that that, that, that persona by himself. And he wanted to make his music go by steering the pot with artists that he knew he needed to attack, kind of like the 50 Cent situation. They, they, they're very similar. However, Lil Nas X isn't man-made. This isn't his own engineering. This is simply him enjoying what he's doing, making music, putting it out, and people just rejecting it because of whatever reason. Old Town Road is a great example because it was literally just a kid making his own music, just wanting to make a song that that popped off, and it just happened to pop off. And then when it popped off, people said, no, it's not country, but no, it's not pop, but no, it's not hip-hop either. It's not rap. You can't play this music for any of us. And now everybody wants a piece of it. And now it blows up to the point where Billy Ray Cyrus hops on the remix to make sure that, Hey, your music is going to blow up. I want your music to go wherever he
1: got on to make sure it was a country. He liked the song.
0: Right. Uh, But none of the controversy that Lil Nas X has created for the most part has been his own doing with the exception of Montero, I would say, but everything else. It's only be it's only due to the fact that people don't want to accept him for either who he for who he is or what he does. That's plain. That's it. None of it is his own doing. You don't see him out in the media going crazy. The 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 shoe that came out wasn't due to he wanted to stir up controversy. He just wanted to have his own shoe. A company was willing to collab with him to give him his shoe. He agreed to it. Boom. Just happened to be legal on the the company's part not his part
1: yeah that company actually made the jesus shoe with nike they already had a collab with nike before
0: he was just the face of the shoe and then everything else that's going on is just a result of the backlash that he's still getting from everything else that he's done it has nothing to do with him being out in the media He's a good looking guy. Not only that, he's the the the, cool, the greatest thing about Lil Nas X is he's universally good looking. So the ladies love him, the men love him, his sound is great, the kids like the sound. He has, this is why I call him the industry plan, because he has the perfect formula. Everything meshes. Everything meshes. It's like, like Michael B. Jordan right now. Michael B. Jordan is universally. Good looking to everybody. And he makes universally good movies. People seem to not run away from his movies. Doesn't matter what movie he take he makes, everybody wants to embrace it and everybody wants to see it. Lil Nas X is this guy in the music world. Everybody seems to want to embrace it. Everybody wants to seem to get into it one way or another. Kids find it catchy. And it's and kids find it catchy because it has a very simple beat. Anything that's very simple ends up being catchy. It's repetitive. It's something that you can think of without having to try to memorize it. It's just there. It's like when you sing your ABCs or you sing Mary Had a Little Lamb. It's in there. It's just because because of how the song flows, it flows to other things that you memorize. Therefore, you don't need to work hard on the song. This is all his music. Every last one of his songs, are always catchy enough for anybody to gravitate to it not only that but once again he has a he he has this controversy about himself where you have to tune in even if you don't like him you now tune in because you want to see what's going to happen next industry baby montero old town road panini all of these are those are those songs not necessarily Panini, I want to say Rodeo instead. All these are those songs. You have Rodeo that comes out with Cardi B and he's trying to, where is he fitting in? What is his sound to the point where people are like, ah, oh, I don't really like it because we go back to Old Town Road and Old Town Road is so country, so different. And then you have Panini and Rodeo that sound like oh, just another pop song. And then he says, okay, well, let me throw out Montero for you. I like Montero, but then he comes out with the video. And now everybody's like, oh, the video sliding down the pole, lap dance on the devil, the high heel boots, everything going on in the video. Now he's shaking feathers again. Then just to add, just to add a uh, calamity to it all, he drops industry baby. <laughs> and and if Montero was bad. Then, industry baby should make you never want to turn on YouTube again.
1: Yeah, I know it's funny on industry, industry baby. They uh, he's on trial, I think, for the Nike shoe. Yeah, in industry baby. Trial. Yeah, he's uh, he has to go to Montero jail.
0: And and not only is he just in jail, but he's 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 busting it wide open. He's with the homies, bro. He's, he's with the homies. He's he's giving you every bit of glory, to say the least. Um, it's 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 everything that you would think controversy should be. Like you said, Madonna is a good example because Madonna did the same thing with like a virgin. She she ruffled a lot of feathers, especially to the older heads, and that's what that's what Lil Nas X is doing right now. He's he's shaking up the old heads and he's making the old heads question the traditions the the ways that music has been formed the way that music is supposed to sound the way that imagery is supposed to be portrayed that's what Lil Nas X is fighting right now not only is he fighting that but he's also fighting double standards if women can do certain things in their music then a man should be able to do some these certain things in his music and not be looked at as any different because his his audience is only the people who like Lil Nas X. And when women make their music, their music is only for those that like their music. And women do very similar things in their music videos, whether it's rap or whether it's R&B, whether it's pop as well, to the same style and manner that Lil Nas X does his too. But because Lil Nas X is a male, a lot of people are shook up about it and don't understand it and don't want to understand it to the point where we uh we have our next topic.
1: Yeah, but just real quick on that. The people oh. that seem to have the, the old heads that have the issue are in hip hop. And Lil Nas X, I wouldn't consider even a hip hop artist. He's a pop artist. He makes pop music. Don't try to claim him in hip hop. He doesn't make hip hop music. He makes pop music. That's true. It's all pop. It's not rap. I want to not put him in the hip hop category. That's Montero true. is, does he even spit bars? In no. Oh. No. So then T.I. said something about him. T.I. must have never listened to his music and know that he's not a rapper.
0: I mean, I think he could rap. He sounds like he could rap.
1: Maybe. But you know what's funny about Old Town Road about it, the whole country music controversy? It samples a rock song. Yeah. So it doesn't even sample a country song, samples a Nine Inch nail song. They had a great year that year, huh?
0: I mean, listen, again, it's stirred up so much in the pot that it has made its way to rappers such as The Baby going out on Rolling Loud and making a statement. Now, I won't go ahead and quote what he said, but just know that what he said has been very explicit to the point that Lil, I mean, that The Baby has lost deals like in this week's time frame he has lost Lollapalooza he has lost Park Fest which is a UK festival uh and he has lost his uh brand deal with do you know the name Puma no 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 not Puma I'm sure Puma's next though but he lost a clothing deal he lost a clothing oh, oh uh Boohoo Baby I think that's what it's called Um, I think that's what the name of, of his, of the, of the, the clothing brand that, that endorsed him. Yeah. Boohoo. So listen, it has gotten so bad that even TI and Boosie has come out and made their little statements about it as well. And once again, I'm not going to go ahead and quote what they said, uh, because I don't stand, I don't stand by what they said, nor do I feel like it should be repeated on this show. However, Again, what Lil Nas X has done has transitioned over to a world where now people are once again divided on what should be said, freedom of speech, and so many other things. Now, as you guys know who watch the show regularly, this is not a political show. We will not get into political topics. However, because it does relate to an artist by the name of The Baby and everything that's going on with him due to what Lil Nas X is doing. For himself, it warrants a discussion. Now, I personally feel like this is a bad time for any artist to go ahead and speak against something that they may or may not agree with. If you don't agree with it, Chris Brown said it in on, in, uh, on his story on IG earlier this week, do your music, shut up and get off stage. Because you're not there to be a political figure. You're not there to criticize anybody for what they do, especially when then I you have no you have no commonality, no friendship with them.
1: The baby the baby actually featured on one of Lil Nas X's songs before he was bigger. He did, he was on the oh, yeah. Panini remix. Yeah. Right after Old Town Road and Panini came out, they did the remix and the baby's on it.
0: Well, isn't that ironic?
1: Yeah, before the baby had a name, when he was still trapped under J. Cole's shadow.
0: Ah, okay. Well, look, again, shut up and get off stage. It's not for you to, it's not your place to go ahead and say it, say anything about it. If you don't like it, look away. If you do like it, embrace it. It goes for anybody. If you don't care for it, mind your business. If it's not, if it's not harming anybody, not killing anybody, hey, let them be who they are, let them let their chips fall where they may. Yeah, maybe he sinks, maybe he swims, but it's not for you to come out and, and criticize it for it. it it's really not. Ti uh, and, and Boosie, also, shame on you guys. Shame on you guys, especially you two, the old heads, man. You guys need to leave that alone. Uh Boosie talking about he he would smack, he would smack Lil Nas X. That, 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 that that's that's really uh, that's really dis- distasteful. That's disgusting. But back onto the back onto the baby situation. I want. I wonder how deep this is actually going to get for him, because at the end of the day, his music gravitates towards many different people: kids, people from the LGBTQ community, straight male and female. He makes music that everybody seems to like now he's already had one issue with meg the stallion because he decided to do scat with uh tory Lanez, but now he's come out and made this comment i wonder just what's going to happen with him he says that you know maybe it's time for him to take the icon position however
1: that's not how you do it
0: yeah yeah that's not how you do it like lil nas x will be an icon before 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 the baby becomes an icon And the reason why is because the baby's controversy isn't controversy due to just him being him. It's due to him making comments that have nothing to do with him. And if the Puma deal hasn't been cut, and more than likely it's going to be, um, if his label doesn't put some restraints on him, more than likely it's, I mean, hasn't put any restraints on him, more than likely it's gonna happen. But I feel like a lot of pop stations are now going to break away from him. Now, rap is gonna still continue to play his music because it. Does, that's that's who he is, that's who his main audience is. However, pop is pop culture. So whatever is good for pop culture is good for pop radio. It doesn't matter one way or another, if you're if you're gay, lesbian, straight, bisexual, trans, it doesn't matter. What's good for pop, it what's good for pop culture is good for pop radio. So whatever whatever the baby is saying currently, pop is not here for it. I can I'm I'm pretty sure that whatever is about to happen, it's not going to be good for him for for at least a good six months. I don't want to say a year because. The internet's so fast these days that it will be here today, it will be gone tomorrow, but tomorrow for him is going to be quite a while. Um, but, yeah, yeah. Cat, how you feel?
1: Oh, man, there's a lot. Right. So, first off, you really don't want Boozy to be the guy backing you up. So <laughs> That's true. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. not the guy you want. Oh, Boozy got my back? Yeah, that's not the guy you want with your back. because. We're not gonna get into all the other stuff that he said in the past, but he's ridiculous, um, especially about like getting a prostitute for like your 15 year old or whatever. Yeah, that's that's. I don't think that's the guy you want to uh, to have your back. Anyways, um, man, a lot of angles here. So hey, you
0: kind of don't want Ti to get in your corner either with everything
1: that Ti's got going on. Yeah, no, nah, there's two guys you don't want in your corner at all. And it's funny, Chris Brown says something too. And it's like, that's not that's really another guy that uh, you don't want in your corner either. Um, but let's start with this. Th- let's start with the the part that's the most important to the business side of it. And that's the money. So is what you said for, what is it, 25 seconds? Probably that little rant you went on. At the end of your show, and it's not like you said it when you got the shoe through at you. You know what I mean? If you got the shoe thrown at you and, you know, you spark something off. You know what I mean? When people get angry, they say, they're not necessarily mean any hate speech or anything like that, but threw the shoe at you. Hey, you know, who the bleep did that, blah, blah, blah. Okay. It's not good that you said it, but I can kind of understand. Like, yeah, you know, you got a shoe almost pegs you in the face and you're pissed off. Okay. Whatever. Your show is over. Your set is done. You're walking off the stage. Then you turn around and come back and then say what you say. What are you doing? Comes to business. We're talking about the business part of it because we're not getting political with it. Money. How many? He lost Lollapalooza, which is happening right now. I think there was uh, 180,000 people, I think is what I saw. Some absurd number. I saw a picture of Meg Stein performing and it's like, they look, people look like ants and they're all just into, it's like a wave of people so
0: 183,000
1: 183,000 people so that's probably a $30,000 bag at least that you're going to get performing um the UK festival the UK money's higher than ours there's probably another 30 40,000 right there you're going to lose out on Uh, you lost your clothing endorsement deal there's more stuff and when when one person cuts you there's going to be more people to follow so I don't know if, he, I think he is signed with Puma, but we also know that uh, Jay-Z is one of like the part owners of Puma or something. Over, he's over that side of it. So when it goes down to Jay-Z and all the bosses over there and they're like, hey, what this guy just did is gonna cost us money. They're just gonna cut weight with you and you're gonna lose money there. Um, I think he's turned off a lot of fans personally. Because nowadays, I would say mainstream artists fandom is kind of like, are you in the wave or not? Like, are you hot right now or not? You know what I mean? It's not like an underground artist's fandom where they're like real ride or die for you, this, that, and the other. I feel like in mainstream, it's kind of like, oh, I like what's on the radio. So what happens if they pull the baby off the radio? Right. They're not going to care what's on the radio. Cause Lil Nas X is not getting pulled off the radio. You know what I mean? Oh, I saw a funny picture. They took like a screenshot of the video of Industry Baby and they had uh, Lil, the Lil Nas X was in the middle it had the two guys next to him. And one of them had the baby's face and the other one had Boozy's face. It was pretty funny. Um, But come on, man. There's, especially in the climate right now of what's going on, everything that's going on, everybody wants, you know, equal peace and equal rights and this, that, and the other. And then you go out and say that? Like, come on, man. You
0: know, it's... the problem also is that he doesn't attack just Lil Nas X, he attacks- Right,
1: X. he attacks a whole community of people. I was thinking about it today. I was like, well, I wanted to kind of put it, it made me think of Eminem, where Eminem would say some things, you know what I mean? he throws throw some words around. But it was always attacking one person. And he would usually say the person's name and then throw the words around. We've seen it with um, Ken Kniff, a guy nobody's ever heard of. He, he disses him like three albums in a row on Ken Kniff. I guess that was a, a rapper from Eminem's like early days. That was from Detroit or something, that beef. and um, Insane Clown Posse, he would call them out. Uh, Everlast, he would call him out insert whoever he always said their name called him out and then he goes on stage and performs with Elton John so if it was just pure beef with Lil Nas X which I don't understand Lil Nas X put you on one of the hottest songs on the remix that was out at the time so I don't really get it there Uh, I think there may be some insecurities or some toxicities with them but I'm not like a psychologist I'm not gonna break down you know what he said um but yeah, when you call it a whole group of people, like come on, man. Just like Chris Brown said, just do your show. If you got your feelings, you gotta you gotta understand. Like, yeah, there's freedom of speech, or whatever. That's what people want to say. But freedom of speech does not mean that there's freedom of consequences from what you do or what you say. So yeah, you can say whatever you want and you're gonna take all the repercussions that will happen. Now, I don't think this will end his career, but I also don't think that he makes music good enough where we could kind of brush it under the rug. Yeah,
0: there's there's no icon coming with
1: this. Right, 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 like there's, I mean, I'm not gonna call out other artists' names and, you know, what they have done because it's not okay that we brushed it under the rug, but there's like a huge R&B singer that did something to another huge R&B singer. And after like six months, they just make, they release a good song and we just forget that it happened. It's not like, and it's too late to apologize now because he doubled up with uh, that music video we dropped. At the end he said, don't hate me for me or whatever. So you can't apologize.
0: hate what hate.
1: Yeah, so you can't apologize, it's too late now. You can't say, oh, hey, you know, I'm sorry I didn't mean to offend the community. I was still mad from the shoe, threw the shoe at me. You know, I, I shouldn't have said what I said. Now I apologize. That could end the whole thing right there. If you would have came out right after he said it, or even the next day after you saw the backlash, instead of, nah, don't fight hate with hate. like Come on, right. bro. Because then you're acknowledging that it was hate. Yeah. So you're acknowledging what you said was hate. And now it's like, oh my God, he's he's stupid. He's an idiot. He doesn't have the right people in his corner. Where's J Cole? <laughs> J Cole can say, "Hey, you need to say you need to apologize for it."
0: Should have stayed with Dreamville.
1: Yeah, like what is, what is he doing? Oh uh, no, Lordy! Think,
0: I think the other issue is that you know, yes, he did attack a, a, a community, um, but what he also did was he's he's spreading misinformation. Uh, yeah. he's he's. He's going ahead and he's attacking uh, with ignorance. He these what he's what he's doing right now is is wrong. You know, if you don't, if you feel one way, fine. You know, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to how they feel. But how you feel needs to have some proof or backing behind it. You can't just come out and say anything reckless out of the mouth and and think that everybody's going to be on your side about it you know we get it there are people out here in this world who we're not gonna we're not gonna agree with everything you say we're human beings we're not supposed to agree with everything that each other says however you can't just come out and give misinformation about something you can't just come out and attack some someone something some group a community and 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 spread the wrong information because now there are some people out here who don't know there are some there is some naive person who's heard what you said and now they feel the same exact way you feel because they haven't done their research and now because they haven't done their research they now have this mindset that you have again, not to be political, but I will go ahead and make this political reference. It's like, it's like Donald Trump. It's like the information that Donald Trump used to spew out when he was president and how it impacted the nation based off of misinformation, just misquoting, misleading, misguided information that he just puts out there for the people to listen to and to take in on their own. And then there there were negative effects to it. This is a negative effect granted he doesn't have the political power or the power in general that that our former president had however he is a celebrity he is a a figure to people not necessarily a role model but he is a figure in the public eye that people listen to
1: hey can I throw a, a name in here real real quick go for it it's um. So with, like you're saying, with the misinformation and all that stuff, it's almost like, do you, because you have your fringe fan base. That's like, oh, you know, I don't agree with that. I'm not going to listen to the baby anymore. I didn't like his music anyway. All the songs sound the same. Right. Now, if what you said, people, uh, there's going to be people that believe you. You know what I mean? Like you were saying, there's people that are going to believe you. There's people that are still going to support you. It kind of reminds me um, of Johnny Rebel. If y'all don't know who Johnny Rebel is, don't take the time to look him up. I'll just tell you who he is. So Johnny Rebel was an artist. I know Johnny Rebel from Boondocks, so I guess you can watch the Boondocks episode with Uncle Ruckus. But Johnny Rebel made music that was against the black community. Um, now Johnny Rebel did have a fan base, but Johnny Rebel was not iconic. He did not have a. He had obviously the the racist fan base that agreed with his music. But he was more known for being racist than the actual music himself. So when the baby says what he says and then acknowledges that it's hate, it's now obviously it's not to the extreme of Johnny Rebel, but you're kind of going down that path because listening to the baby's music and just watching the way he's acting, how do we what do you think the odds are he's gonna bring it up in a song? Right?
0: Just to push it along, just to push yep. it, then push his fame. Yeah,
1: he's gonna put, he's gonna bring it up in the song, and then you're going down this spiral. Yep,
0: without a doubt, he's gonna push it to the point where he ha- he got, he almost has to. Even if he wrongfully spoke, even if he 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 accidentally spoke out, emotions can trigger these things. Now he has to stand behind it. Yeah, because it came out and other people have backed him so now he has to stand behind what he says and who like you said who's to say that he won't come out and say it again or something to the extent of it especially knowing that you guys don't like it especially knowing that we're not fans of what he said people he's 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 gonna want to say another thing to get his name back out there to get his to get his image in the forefront again to be in the articles again I I think it goes I think it, it has to happen it's like it's like it's like a cause and effect of Montero Montero is the reason why Industry Baby came out without industry without Montero there is no Industry Baby so there is no controversy there is no controversy that has taken place prior to that with the exception of Old Town Road however now that Montero has come out, industry baby has to follow up because he needs to choose a side because people want to know where you stand in what you have done or what you have said. And this is the same thing with the baby situation. Now that you have spoken out, where do you stand in all of this? Are you going to backtrack and make everybody who, 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 who stood up for you feel like idiots and make the... I guess the quote-unquote enemy feel like they won? Or are you going to stand behind what you said, push it further along, even though you know that you were probably wrong because of what it has done for your pockets, for what it will do for other people, for what it will do for your image, your brand, whatever. Because at the end of the day, yeah, he he lost X amount of dollars right now. That doesn't mean he won't get the money back. We all know how the game works. There's a good side, there's a bad side. There's good money, there's bad money. He'll make the money back. That's not the point. The point is now that you have said what you said, what is going to happen next? And if what is going to happen next is you're going to backtrack on what you said, you're going to go ahead and hide, or I'm gonna go ahead and seek counseling. I'm gonna go ahead and go to therapy for whatever I said. Then what you have done for everybody else I said that you just you you just we're nothing to you. Everything that we've stood up behind, because listen, TI is gonna take a hit, Boosie's gonna take a hit. I mean, Boosie, Boosie's probably not gonna take as much of a hit as TI is. However, TI has come out and stood up for the LGBTQ community at some point in time. And he also has these allegations behind him. So him making these comments in 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 aid of the baby is gonna come with repercussions. And if the baby steps back and says, "No, no, 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 no," I apologize. Listen, I didn't know. I misspoke. I was I was unaware. I've never. No, it,
1: it, it's too late for that. After you said it's the don't late. fight hate with hate.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's too late, especially yeah. Don't fight hate with hate, and then you got the rainbows. No, it's too late for all of that you we we can no longer you have to hold you have to either you have to choose a side now you have to you have to pick which who is your who are your fans who are you rocking with who are you sticking with because artists are not going to support you anymore there's there's a there's a couple of artists that are going to back away from you you've already lost a couple of artists with the with the with the make the stallion situation because you you decided to do a track with uh, Tory Lanez. And then you also brought him on stage for Rolling Loud. So you chose a side right there. You chose a side right there. Whether you you agreed with it in the past or not, now you have chosen a side. So you have to choose a side again. So people are gonna walk away from you. Artists are no longer gonna wanna make music with you. Dua Lipa has already said that she's removing his, his verse from her remix. Plenty of artists are gonna get into the same position and say that they're no longer going to support him and no longer gonna back him in what he does. So how what do you do next, the baby? Because Yeah, this
1: isn't uh this isn't how you get icon points.
0: This isn't how you get, yeah, yeah. You can be an evil villain if you want to, it's fine. You know, evil villain, every every superhero needs a villain. Every yeah, superhero but
1: how many how many villains are icons outside of the Joker?
0: Yeah. I mean, and the Joker is probably the greatest villain of all time.
1: Right. And but you know what the Joker does well? Whatever his craft is.
0: Listen, the Joker the, the baby is,
1: the baby doesn't even make music that's great, I would say. Like maybe his first three songs, but after the ten songs that all sound the same, you gotta kinda throw it away.
0: The Joker is great because he he mirrors pretty much or he reverses pretty much everything that Batman does. So the only way that that works for the baby as a villain is he would have to go Make against music. The on everything that everything that that uh I guess Will Nas X is doing. You would have yeah. to you would have to do everything the opposite of what he does.
1: Make good it, music though. The music has to be good.
0: The music does have to be good. That, the craft
1: has to be good.
0: You have to have that, that magic formula that um, Lil Nas X has. And so far, you don't. Um, however, I mean, I will say this about him. He still is the hot, one of the hottest rappers out, regardless, because of the fact that, like like I told you in, pre- in previous episodes, him and Meg Thee Stallion have this sound right now that is, even though it's not unique, it's unique compared to what we have today. To the point where everybody's just rocking with it. Like Meg the Stallion can't fall off. The baby, I don't know if he can fall off at this point. I don't know if he can't fall off at this point. But
1: this is all right. When Donda and Certified Lover Boy come out on the same day on Friday, we won't be talking about the baby for a while. There's your there's your chance. Because Donda's supposed to come out on Friday on Thursday. Donda's supposed to come out on Thursday. Oh, tomorrow's easy day for all my sneakerheads out there. Uh August second. I don't know when you'd be listening to this. This might not even be out on August 2nd. I'll try my best, though. But August 2nd, Yeezy Day. August 5th is supposed to be dawn today. And uh, it's rumored rumor, Certified lover is coming out on the 6th. King's
0: Disease comes
1: out on the 6th. Oh, King's Disease 2 comes out on the 6th, too. But yeah. wouldn't that be the ultimate? Drake would be the ultimate villain if he dropped his on the same day Condé drops his.
0: Hey, hey, wait a minute. You, you know the conspiracy with, with with King's disease or with Nas in general that every time Oh, Nas,
1: uh, there's a Jay-Z dropping.
0: There's a Jay-Z drop. So...
1: So Donda has to come out on the 6th because we know there's a Jay-Z verse on there.
0: Which is... This wasn't a topic, but l- let me bring this up real quick. Jay-Z dropped that verse with Kanye four hours before the album release, I mean, before the album the album listened. Before the album listened, he dropped it four hours before that. What if he knew King's Disease was dropping August
1: 6th? I would have guessed that he already had the beat because Guru said Jay-Z sent it in.
0: But what if he already knew that King's Disease was coming and he said, wait a minute, if only way that I'm getting on this verse right now, is if you're dropping it August 6th, or before. Yeah, but
1: Donda wasn't done. You could you could tell from, like, the blaring speakers that some of that stuff wasn't yeah. mixed oh, yeah. yet. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, for sure.
1: Oh, and Hurricane better have Big Sean's verse on there because on the listening party when they played it, Big Sean's verse was not on there. It sure was not. It, it, it needs to be on there because that would be the best verse on the album. But- and, and he literally says he wishes yay and jay would get back together in his verse and then we have a kanye jay-z maybe that's why the verse isn't gonna be on there but he does say he wishes that all of good music could get back together again and he wishes that kanye and jay-z would get back together again
0: hey we're gonna have to have this discussion on next friday i mean hey
1: man real quick real quick before we end is kanye gonna break that streak because i think it's happened like every year for a while right that Nas and Jay-Z have dropped or Jay-Z has dropped something on the same day that Nas dropped something
0: he has to continue the streak
1: because it's, it's happened if y'all didn't know it's happened for like a long time like yeah. at least maybe like 10 years or at least 10 years that it's Nas happened
0: called it out. Nas called it out Nas said that for some reason every time he drops a project Jay-Z puts out a track an album something the same time So we'll see, but I hope
1: certified lover boy drops.
0: That's our time folks. We appreciate you guys tuning in with us. And as always, you know why we do this. It's because we love you. And with that being said, I'm your host, Hitch Montana with my co-host.
1: You already know where you can find us. I thought I was going to say podcast Marv Albert. Not yet where you can find us. If you're listening, thank you for listening if you're watching thank you for watching um but we're on spotify apple podcast uh anchor.fm slash that t-h-a-t-m-o-e-s-h-o-w that will give you direct links if you don't listen to um spotify or apple podcast you'll find us there and it's your boy podcast marv albert the one and only academy peace
0: out world